Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. What on earth is going to happen next? What is going to happen next? Haven't you heard people saying that recently because of everything that has been going on? I mean, 2020 started out at such a great year. We had been in St. Louis with my family for Christmas. We had had a wonderful get-together several times there. And then we got back, and shortly after that, my mother and my brother flew here. He had a speaking engagement, went with them to Sarasota, and everything was fine. They came and stayed another week with us, and it was March, the very beginning of March, and they flew home and thanked the good Lord that they did, because that's when it all started, wasn't it, my friend? We don't need to just linger upon all of the stuff that has happened, but some of you, it's been more than just worrying about what's happening in the world. You've literally seen loved ones that have gotten sick, and even those of you that have lost loved ones that have passed away in the midst of this, whether it was COVID or not. What's next? Well, you know, the world has been asking that for many, many years. I know kids often say, okay, we had fun playing this. What's next? Or you're at a birthday party. What's next? What's next? It can be both good and bad. You may be going through a real good transition in your life. Maybe you're getting ready to get married or just did, or maybe you're getting a new home or Maybe get a new puppy. Something good is going on. And then you think, okay, what's next? I can't wait to see what's around the corner. We often did that on our trips. We would have these pre-planned trips, whether we did it ourselves or whether it was with a guide. And sometimes the best part was when the guide completely took control of everything. You didn't have to worry about getting your baggage in and out of the hotels in Europe. You didn't have to worry about getting off and on the train in Egypt. They took care of all of the tickets. They kept your passports. I remember going through the border from Egypt to Israel. It was scary because they made everybody get out that was getting on this bus to go into Israel. And they looked at your passports and there were certain, uh, let's just say, issues that they were looking for, mostly where you were from, because there was a lot of war going on. And even today with the passports, you can't even travel. So here we sit with a great passport full of 65 plus countries we've been in and all of the 50 states. And now we're retired and we have saved our funding to travel some more. And guess what? Not safe to travel. So most of us have been quarantined and staying in our own areas for at least the last few weeks and months. And maybe some of you have found yourselves even having to stay in because of health issues or something else that's going on in your life. All I know is for many years, the question has been, what's next? 
there was one thing that I love that's uh, part of a story that's told in the Bible. It's not just a story. This was actually the culmination of everything that everybody was even expecting. And all of his disciples, Christ's disciples, been with him for three years. They saw him do miracles. They followed him. They worked with him. They were inspired to go on and change the world. And yet he died. Can you believe he died right there in the midst of his ministry? He wasn't through age 33 there. He just barely touched the area much less the world. And then he's telling them to go out and make disciples of all nations And then he reappeared to them. That's right. After the three years that he had taught and healed and had instructed all of the crowds with his words and by his examples, after his death, he was resurrected and their hope was back again. So he was with his disciples to confirm their faith and to help them understand the coming kingdom of God. And then they were with him, and he said, Behold, I must leave you now. And with that, he ascended into the heavens. They watched him. It looked as if his physical body, which was his new spiritual body, just went right up into the sky. And so now here are his disciples standing there, looking into the clouds, into the sky, and They were shocked. What just happened? They've never seen anything like that. Were they supposed to follow him into the clouds? Or were they supposed to stay and remain in this beautiful spiritual high that he had just given them while he had been ascended with them? They had been faithful. But now what do they do? They're just staring. Their jaws were probably dropping. And it's definitely a good thing to contemplate God's glory and to see what he did as he had been faithful and told them he would be back, and he was, and now he was gone again. And they were confused. And you know, in the back of their minds, they're thinking, what's next? They remembered that right before he had ascended, they had said, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said these words, which we may be hearing today in the midst of all of this virus stuff, it is not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has set by his own authority. And now they were just gasping, looking into the clouds, waiting to see what's next. And suddenly they heard, men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way that you have seen him go into heaven. So now they knew that he was coming back. They believed these angels as the voice of the Lord was speaking to them, and they knew they had to be about their father's business. Isn't that the same thing with us today when we ask, what's next? What are we supposed to be doing? You're supposed to be doing good, helping others, and telling the world that Jesus is indeed coming back, that one day those clouds will not open with him going up, but they will open with him descending, and all the world will see 
and everyone will know. Doesn't say everyone will believe, but everyone will know. And if you do believe, you will get to be part of the eternal kingdom. And if not, well, we've heard about heaven and we've heard about hell. Believe it or not. Father God, I come to you today asking you to strengthen my brother, my sister that is listening, the one that is asking, what next? What could possibly happen? What else could there be? And God, you've already given us the answer. So now it's just a matter of waiting. It may be in our lifetime. It may be thousands of years from now. It's not for us to know, but it is for us to live this life and live it abundantly as you told us we could, even in the midst of all of this pandemic and people suffering and dying and not understanding, God, why this one and not this one. And it's not for us to know. So God, I just pray that you would give my friend that peace that passes all understanding. That's what I pray for myself and God, that I would be able to help some while I'm still here. While there is still time, may I go about your business doing good and helping others, because that is the key to my own abundant life. Thank you, God, for that. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. You can stay tuned and ask for prayer, or you can contact me through the website. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for listening in, my friends, and thanks for being a faithful prayer partner. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.